Hello, Kryptonauts. Today we're reporting on October 26, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below if you're interested in collaborating on my podcast or interested in donating to the podcast, you can uh, reach out to me on the Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats, starting off with Bitcoin settling at $15,017.68 with a 3.2% loss. Second place, Ethereum settling at $439.14 with a 4.2% loss. Third place, USDT Tether settling at $1 with a 0.2% gain. Fourth place, XRP Ripple settling at $0.25 with a 4.4% loss. Fifth fifth place, Bitcoin Cash settling at $255.77 with a 4.4% loss. Sixth place, Chainlink settling at $11.97 with a 7.5% loss. Seventh place, Binance Coin settling at $28.06 with a 3.3% loss. Eighth place, Polkadot settling at $4.28 with an 8.7% loss. Ninth place, Litecoin settling at $59.60 with a 6.1% loss. And in tenth place, we have Cardano settling at uh, settling at $0.10 cents with a 7.9% loss. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $439.9 billion, down by 3.3%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Matt Husey. Bitcoin drives market up as DEXs deflate. Over the weekend, Super Laxative continues to pour in for Bitcoin's performance, leading the charge with Michael Saylor's the MicroStrategy CEO, who recently snapped up $425 million in Bitcoin. In an interview with financial news outlet Real Vision, the multimillionaire boss of the business intelligence firm also said that when investing in Bitcoin, one is always worried that they are not invested enough. Quote, if it's not 100% times better than gold, it's a million times better than gold, and there's nothing close to it, said Taylor, said Sailor. Here at Market Report, we like to think Bitcoin is more akin to a fine wine, whiskey, and watches, but people are entitled to their own views. Close behind on the praise train was Kanye West, who appeared on Joe Rogan's podcast to tell viewers that Bitcoiners have a perspective on what true liberation of America and humanity will be. Bitcoin's price over the weekend held steady, moving down just 0.06% in the past 24 hours. But the Cinderella story for the cryptocurrencies over the past few weeks had been the children of Bitcoin, the projects that spun out of the mother of all cryptos. We're talking about Litecoin, Bitcoin SV, and Bitcoin Cash. 
Over the last month, Litecoin is up 25%, Bitcoin Cash 21%, and Bitcoin SV is nearly up 10% too. But while these products have been hoisted up through their market cap ranks, the same can't be said for DeFi products. Volumes on Ethereum-based decentralized exchange have fallen off the cliff this month. Trading volume is down 41% in the past 31 days, according to data from a dashboard on metrics site Dune Analytics. Alright, next news. Written by Scott Chaplina. Quantum Stamp says Ethereum 2.0 ready for launch. Smart Contracts auditing company Quantum Stamp has stated that Ethereum 2.0 is almost ready for launch. The announcement followed Quantum Stamp's completed audit from Teku, the Ethereum 2.0 client developed by Consensus, which funds an editorially independent decrypt. Ethereum 2.0 is on track to deliver phase zero of the very near future, said Quantum Snap CEO Richard Ma in a prepared statement. Delivering, delivering phase zero of the Ethereum 2.0 before the end of 2020 is a long-standing goal of the Ethereum community. Ethereum 2.0 re- researchers Justin Drake tweeted in July that the community wants phase zero genesis in 2020, not one day late. The goal is set. Let's ship. Auditing Teku. The Quantum Stamp team seem to have heard the calls. Client teams have spent countless hours coordinating, testing, and working with auditing firm to ensure that the foundation of the Ethereum 2.0 is ready for delivery, Ma added. The Teku audit involved enforcing consensus rules and maintaining the code and control required for rewards and penalties. Post-audit, Quantum made several findings, noting that the the code base was of the highest quality. When issues were discovered, the Teku development team reportedly resolved them quickly. Result findings included uh, included an unlimited inbound messaging quench, which may have left individual nodes open to DDoS attacks, errors that have uh, that may have led to clients falling out of sync and missing validation logics. What is Ethereum 2.0? Ethereum 2.0 is a long-planned update to the Ethereum uh, network, aiming at address addressing its scalability and security through switching to the proof-of-stake consensus mechanism. All right, next news. We'll just leave it at that. I mean, there's, there's a little more to read, but that's fine. Next news, written by Rini Millman. How to buy Bitcoin with PayPal 2020 update. Update, as of October 2020, PayPal has announced that it will introduce options for cryptocurrency buying and selling through a partnership with Paxos Crypto Brokerage. Launching in the US in Q4 2020, PayPal will allow purchases of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin within the PayPal digital wallet. In the first half of 2021, the feature will roll out to select international markets from early 2021. PayPal users will be able to pay merchants with cryptocurrencies with merchants receiving funds in the form of fiat payments. However, PayPal noted that, at least at launch, the crypto in your account cannot be transferred to other accounts or on or off PayPal. Whether that feature will be added on a later date, or will be, or or what the impact will be on other services that enable crypto buying and selling through PayPal is yet unclear. Decrypt will update this guide as more information becomes available. All right, next news written by Scott Chaplina. Harvest Finance issues $100,000 bounty on Hacker. The centralized finance protocol Harvest Finance has issued a $100,000 bounty on a hacker that attacked the protocol's, protocol's liquidity pool. The hacker reportedly exploited about $24 million from the Harvest Finance and then converted the funds to RAND BTC. The attack has caused the protocol's native token farm to plummet in price. Harvest 
Finance has also appealed directly to the attackers to return funds. For the attacker, you've proven your point. If you can return the funds to the users, it would be greatly appreciated by the community, including many bystanders watching DeFi from afar. The DeFi protocol said in a tweet, as Harvest, as Harvest Finance became aware of the attack, they took several steps to protect users. Again, via the Twitter account, the DeFi protocol announced that 100% of stablecoins and BTC curve strategy funds were withdrawn from strategy to a secure vault. In addition, the protocol advised that they were moving to a block deposit to a stablecoin and BTC vault. The attack itself, however, barely gave the protocol enough time to react, reportedly taking place in just seven minutes from start to finish. Wow. All right, next news written by Scott Cipollina. Number of Bitcoin addresses holding over 1,000 BTC hits new high. According to data published by Glassnode, the total number of Bitcoin addresses with a balance of 1,000 Bitcoin or over or over has hit an all-time high. Yesterday, the total number of Bitcoin addresses holding over 1,000 Bitcoin has hit $2,231 with the Bitcoin price at the same time given at $13,025, the previous record was just a couple of days earlier on October 23rd when the total number of Bitcoin addresses holding over 1,000 reached 2,229. Okay, was that it? Yep. Uh, current figures mark a short-term surge in numbers where the total numbers of rele relevant Bitcoin addresses leaped from 2,178 on October 28th. Okay. Alright, next news. Written by Liam Frost, EU rejects petition for tax-based crypto crime victims fund. The, the European Union Parliament's commission has rejected a petition that proposed to create a super fund for the victims of cryptocurrency-related crimes according to, to the agency's official reply. Filed earlier this year by the UK attorney and solicitor Jonathan LeVay, the petition proposed to introduce a virtually unnoticeable tax for EU based cryptocurrency notes amounting to 0.0001 cent per euro. The resulting funds were to go towards the creation of a special fund for the victims of cryptocurrency related crimes, Levy explained. <clears throat> Even though only a comparatively small number of nodes are located in the EU, the lawyers argued that initiatives like the General Data Protection Reg Regulation GDPR had already had already proven that such efforts can easily become global. The GDPR is a global example of how the an EU scheme more or less goes global, LeVay told Forecast News. We don't need 100% compliance. I believe anyone, regardless of citizenship, doing business with a crypto asset that touches the EU in some way should be covered. Fraud, hacking, and extortion not unique to crypto. In its reply, the EU Parliament's commission pointed out that there are already a number of initiatives in law in place to protect the victims of violent crime, theft, and fraud. They include its recently adopted digital finance package, which aims to provide greater clarity for crypto companies. Quote, This new proposal will be a complementary to the already implemented fifth anti-money laundering directive and helping to tackle these issues. The commission stated, noting that additionally bringing transparency requirements to the issuers of crypto assets will help mitigate the risk of fraud, while operation requirements for key crypto asset services providers is vital to the limit of amount of hacks. The commission also noted that the examples have mentioned by LeVay, such as fraud, hacking, and extortions, are not specific to the crypto sphere alone. 
Thus, investors and consumers have to seek red redress through national law enforcement and existing channels regardless of whether the crimes committed against them involve cryptocurrencies or more traditional assets. Okay, anyways, uh, we'll leave it at that. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Ethereum DeFi fights to get North Korea sanctions charges dropped. Former Ethereum research Virgil Griffin wants the e wants the U.S. government to throw out a case alleging that he helped the North Koreans use Ethereum to skirt U.S. sanctions while attending a conference last April. Griffiths on Thursday filed a motion to dismiss the case with the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York. His attorneys Brian Clean and Sean Buckley said in the filing that the indictment is short and vague, merely intoning this statutory language without providing any facts to demonstrate the conduct that the government's believed violates the law. The now former U.S. Attorney of the Southern District of New York, Jeffrey Berman, said upon Griffin's arrest in November 2019 that Griffin jeopardized sanctions that both Congress and the President have enacted to place maximum pressure on North Korea's dangerous regime. Griff Griffith was released on bail at the end of the year. But all Griffith did was attend the conference. His attorneys argued on his own dime and gave a highly general speech based on publicly available information like he does almost monthly at a com at conferences throughout the world. <clears throat> Alright, next news. Written by Adriana Hamacher. Bitcoin fan Jack Dorsey, Bitcoin fan Jack Dorsey to talk DeFi at Africa Fintech Summit. Square and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey has been announced at the closing keynote speaker for the Africa Fintech Summit, Summit, which is being held virtually on November 9th, 10th, and 12th. His presentation on November 12th will focus on concepts of decentralized finance and opportunities it creates for financial inclusion, according to, according to the organizer's announcement. Dorsey has become something of a Bitcoin trailblazer in recent months. Square, his payment company, bought $50 million in Bitcoin earlier this month. He tweeted about Bitcoin regularly, and the cryptocurrency's symbol is the only information in his Twitter description. Dorsey, Africa will define Bitcoin's future. He also is a strong advocate for the transformative potential of cryptocurrency in Africa. Last year, Dorsey traveled around the, the continent for several weeks on a, list, on a listening and learning tour and met African Bitcoin community members in Nigeria, South Africa, and elsewhere. He came away declaring that Africa will def define Bitcoin's future. Sub-Saharan Sub Africa's high proportion of unbanked and low credit card penetration together with steep fees for remittances underpinned Dorsey's interest in the continent. Square leads the way. Dorsey's announced that he would be spending a great deal more a great deal more time on the continent, fueling speculation that Square would be targeting Africa. The startup is best known for its disruptive card payment technology, Cash App, and for introducing a suite of tools and services to support both financial inclusions and Bitcoin. Alright, next news written by Alexander Behrens. Dex volume spiked to $5 billion following $25 million DeFi hack. Decentralized exchange Uniswap and Curve Finance are experimenting their largest daily trading volume ever recorded, and it appears that it all began be being driven by a DeFi exploit that drained millions of yield farming protocols harvest finance. 
Uniswap saw daily trading volumes explode to more than $2 billion today, dwarfing the previous all-time high of $950 million as a, as a yet un, unidentified DeFi hack used flat stones offered by the exchange to drain $25 million from Harvest Finance. Meanwhile, Curve Finance, another DeFi swap protocol, recorded volumes of more than $2.8 billion, smashing the previous all-time high of just $524 million in September 2020. That combined $5 billion represents a 24-hour increase in the DEX's volumes of 1,700%. Damn, that's a lot of money. What caused the huge spike in volume? Apparently, a hacker, depending on their use of term, executed a flash loan exploited that used millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency across across both Uniswap and Curve to drive down the perceived price of USDT and USDC tokens on Harvest Finance. The hack, the attacker then bought these tokens at a discount, used them to pay back the initial flash loans while netting a tidy profit for himself. He, she, they did this multiple times, hence the inflation volume. DeFi developer and your finance founder Andre Kronji was quoted from an, an from an Telegram conversation outlining the basics of the exploit. Clever economic attacks are not uncommon in the burgeoning world of DeFi, shorthand for a group of applications built to run on blockchains, such as Ethereum using automatically executed block of codes known as smart contracts. Using smart contracts, DeFi protocols are able to issue loans, provide interest on deposits, and swap between different cryptocurrencies similar to centralized exchanges like Binance, all without a centralized third party like a bank facilitating transactions. Okay, anyways, next news. I'm done with it. Next news, ripped by Jeff Benson. Someone just spent $1 billion in Bitcoin, paid only $3 in fees. Wow. In a back-to-back transaction this morning, 45,671 Bitcoin, roughly worth $602 million, and 43,185 Bitcoins, roughly $570 million, left a Zappo account to other wallets. That's over $1.1 billion in Bitcoin, and all for a total transaction fee of $3.54. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Though the same account sent the funds, they went to two different unknown addresses. It's not unusual that Zappa wallets to send large chunks of Bitcoin, just usually not this big. In the past week, 4,000 Bitcoin and 1,000 Bitcoin amount have left Zappa wallets. For instance, but the size of these transactions dwarfs that. There are multiple reasons for large crypto transfers like this. The most obvious one is that Zappo is moving funds to cold storage for safekeeping. My Ether wallet CEO Kosala Hemachandra told Decrypt. The other reason could be that the owner of these funds is ready to diversify. Coming from the Ethereum side, I'd like to assume that the owner is preparing to move the funds to Ethereum as ETH or using RAND BTC with large transactions too. There, there are always the chance that there's a security vulnerability being exploited. Yeah, be very careful. Be very careful. That's way too much money to be lost. Anyways, next news written by Robert Stevens. Central Bank of Banks, BIS, True Trial Digital Currency by Year's End. 
an executive at the Bank of International Settlements, a consortium that comprises most of the world's top central banks, said today that the BIS is working on a central bank digital currency pilot with Switzerland's central bank. By the end of this year, we plan to publish our first wholesale CBDC proof of concept with the Swiss central bank, said Benoit Cossuet, head of the BIS Innova uh, Innovation Hub, in a speech at the Shanghai Bund Summit. Conquer-Dauden. Uh, wholesale, wholesale CBDCs are central bank digital currency held by banks. Theoretically, they facilitate cheaper transactions and greater security. Decrypt reached out to the BIS and National Bank of Switzerland, and we will update the story with any response. Okay, next news. Written by Jose Antonio Lanz. Bitcoin price sits at $13,000 during Red Monday for stocks. The financial markets are not having a good day. The bears took over Wall Street at the beginning of the trade now with sales across the board. The Dow Jones, which took 30 major companies, lost 2.29% for the biggest drop in nearly two months. The S&P 500, an index that tracks the top the 500 largest publicly traded U.S. companies, lost 59 points, dropping from 3,459 to 3,400 points. This drop has raised, raised alarms among investors as the U.S. presidential election is just eight days away with a shift in fiscal and regulatory policy perhaps in store depending on who wins. The rest of the markets were in the same mood. The Nasdaq fell 1.64% and German DAX fell 3.71% and the London FTSE fell 1.16% among major international indexes. Only Hong Kong's Hang Seng indexes went up by 0.54%. Okay, next news. Written by David Jones. Marathon buys more ant miners to become top U.S. Bitcoin miner. Marathon Patent Group Inc. Incorporated, a leading self-mining firm, the Bitcoin space has entered a contract with Bitmain to buy another 10,000 next-generation S19 Pro ASIC miners. Marathon said the agreement would give the company 23,560 miners, making it the largest self-miner in the region, with a total hash rate of 2.56 exahashes a second. That would place it in the top 50 mining, group, mining groups worldwide. The agreement marks the latest in a series of recent buy marathon to boost mining capacity and comes at a time when the price of Bitcoin has seen a resurgence. We entered into the transaction as a continuation of recently publicly announced initiative, all of which we believe have the potential to result in value creation for our shareholders, the company told Decrypt via email. The rise in Bitcoin has certainly increased our confidence in the existing growth plans. In August, the company announced a $23 million deal with Bitmain to buy 10,500 S19 Pro miners, which it calls a milestone event. The firm said it. The firm said the August agreement would bring the company's operation to 13,520 next-generation miners upon completion, generating 1.55 exahashes. Wow, that's crazy. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Audius distributes crypto to RAC, Deadmau5 listeners. I don't know if you can hear that, but it sounds like the crypto dog, the neighbor's dog, is barking out there. You can hear me talking. The only time I ever hear the dog barking is when I'm doing my podcast. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
Adios, the blockchain-based music platform that launched with a star-studded concert featuring Deadmau5 and RAC must think the party is just getting started. On Friday, it retro- retroactively sent 50 million in audio tokens to the top 10,000 artists and fans on the platform, which includes big names such as Deadmau5, RAC, and Skrillex. Audius is a streaming platform akin to Spotify, however, it contends the streaming platform and the music industry model as a whole are broken. According to the Audius white paper, the music industry generates $43 billion in revenue, but only 12% goes to content artists. The audio governance token- 12%? That's nothing. That's horrible. The audio governance tokens allow holders to vote on the future of the platform, as well as unlock access to artists via a Discord server. The stated idea is to... Disinterminate dis- the music industry and rebalance powers toward artists. With this token launch, Audius explicitly sampled Uniswap, this, the, the decentralized exchange that airdropped historical users with Uni governance tokens at launch. The 50 million audio were not even distributed, but instead sent based on a formula that took into how much an artist content was streamed, plus follower, follower count, playlist, and song favorites as well as songs reposted. Cool. Alright, so that is it, Cryptonauts. I greatly appreciate you being on the podcast. I really do. And I hope to see you again tomorrow. So with that said, I'll catch you all next time. Adios. Adios.